what if someone told you there isn't just one world? What if they told you that your reality isn't the only one? What if they said that there are infinite realities, infinite Earths, infinite versions of yourself, all just a little bit different? What if they gave you the chance to explore them all? Welcome to Otherware. And welcome to our heroes. Feedback, a.k.a. Aaron Riley, former supervillain and social media celebrity, drifts in from Rancho Paseo Prime, where he's trying to step out from under his own shadow and forge a new future. Juniper Junie Haraway, an inexperienced sorceress with explosive magic, drifts in from Rancho Paseo Prime, where the loss of her grandfather and his magical expertise makes spell-slinging as the superhero mystic all the more challenging. Catherine Cat Slain II, a seasoned dimension traveler and daughter of the supervillain Transition, drifts in from Dimension 78341, Arcadia, an apocalyptic world being overtaken by supervillains. Phantom, formerly Noah Wilson, the ghost-like dimensional traveler, drifts in from Dimension 16209, a beautiful nature's paradise that evolved from a terrible world disaster. Quintessential hero, the naturally blue-haired not a protagonist, drifts in from Rancho Paseo Prime, a world where he's trying to live a normal life surrounded by far too many heroes, villains, and expectations. Rainy Woodrose Sunrise, a corporate-created hero, drifts in from World 60910, where superheroics are televised, sponsored, and largely risk-free. A neon rainbow, brighter even than the bands of the multiverse around it. It glitters like precious gems, like neon signs, like electricity. Come closer. More glitter, sunlight sparkling on glass, billboards, giant screens on the sides of buildings, buzzing drones like polished mechanical bees. Pan around the city, down the neon canyons, swooping in lazy arcs around corners before stopping outside a window. For a second, the window is a mirror and the whole city spreads out in perfect reflection, an image of reality, but backwards. It is just as bright as the band of its dimension. Closer. Then reflecting in the window, and then through. There is an open space, a room without walls, a high ceiling department. Furniture styled with exciting angles and unexpected curves, upholstered in bright, clear colors. In the center, a cluster of couches and chairs around a low, frosted glass table. Six people are inside, gathered around the table, some apparently relaxed, sitting with feet propped up, shoulders relaxed. Some standing, pacing. Some with tense arms crossed over their chests, one floating a few feet above the ground. Six people, but only one of them seems to belong here. So that's your setup. I already let you guys know what we were doing, so we get to do our sleepover montage now. And I think there were some conversations that wanted to happen. Yeah, right now, uh, Feedback is drinking a caffeinated beverage and trying to fight his headache. First thing, right away, Rain is going to do a reverse magical girl transformation into his civilian clothes and looks like a average teenage boy now. So what does he, what is his out of uniform outfit? T-shirt, jeans. Boring, straightforward. 
brown nice. hair. Wait, is it an actual transformation, like the transformation? Yes. Oh, uh, phantom collapse a little bit. <laughs> so you got the swirling ribbons and everything? Yeah, glowing. Very, very nice. Ooh. Have any of you seen anything like this before? Do heroes in your guys' worlds do this? Nah, I just put on clothes. I don't think so. There probably are some that do it. Okay. <laughs> I'm just picturing, like, people chilling, and then all of a sudden there's glowing, and it's like, okay, this is a coffee break. Anyway, Phantom, what are you doing right now? I know Phantom wants to go and talk to Junie. So they're going to float over to her direction. Okay, so let's start there. Uh, Mystic, what are you What are you up to? I'm, I think I was still sitting on the couch when we finished the last episode. So I think I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm realizing, man, I haven't, I haven't taken off the super suit in how many hours? <laughs> <laughs> Very good point. Uh, and, and I put my hand to my visor and I'm like, uh, oh, wait, this room is full of cameras, isn't it? I'm just saying this to myself. Cat uh, is nervously staring up at all the surveillance devices. What about feedback? He's currently staring out a window, drinking a heavily caffeinated beverage, trying to get rid of the migraine that's pounding in his forehead. What about Quint? What are you up to? Sounds like Quint then is the one with his feet up on the, the table, perfectly relaxed. So Phantom and Mystic, you guys are going to pair up here. Where are you guys going to stay in? The, is this a private conversation, a group conversation? It doesn't need to be private. Okay, then, yeah, you guys over in one one corner of the couch, you got Junie worriedly messing with her visor and Phantom kind of hovering there. Yes. So, Mystic, I have a question for you. Go ahead. In the venture we before this, in the truck, you called me Noah Wilson. How well do you know my other self? Um, well, I I don't know him very well anymore, but um, we go to school together. He's a classmate of mine, and she's looking, like, kind of sullen at this. So this feels a lot like a Pierce the Mask roll. I would roll Pierce the Mask Phantom if you're willing. Uh, I got an eight, so yes. So you get one of those questions. How could I get your character to blank, but... How could I get your character to tell me more? Yeah, what kind of information are you trying to get here? Just like, you feel like there's more going on with this relationship than you're aware of, or Yes, or what? I feel like, I feel like Junie knows my other self pretty well, and I want you to know. Got it. So it's kind of like, how can you get her to open up to you? Yes. So how are you working this into the conversation? What are you, what are you doing to sort of gain Mystic's confidence a little bit? Then you be like, well, you know... I've dealt with other cells before. In fact, I'll tell you that one of the people in this room, I knew their other self pretty well. And she, like, um, calms down a little, maybe perks up a little bit and be like, oh, would you mind telling me about that? Yeah, of course. I'd be happy to. Phantom looks over to where Quint is, just, like, relaxing on the count and points at him. I... I may have dated his other self, but don't tell Quint that. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I won't tell him. <laughs> okay, um, well, the stuff about Noah from my dimension isn't as fun as that. Well, um, I don't know if it was, well, I guess it was fun, but it didn't exactly, uh, end well. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I think I understand. He was really nice. It's just I don't. It's it's complicated, and oh, I don't know how it would be if I saw him again because I kind of just broke up with him over text and just left, like fled dimensions, which is a pretty big. Anyways, what were you gonna say? <laughs> Uh, well, that's not even as bad as the story I can tell you. Well, Noah and I were friends when we were kids. And basically up until my powers really manifested and I accidentally hurt him when we were playing on a playground. And it was really bad. And I kind of haven't really talked to him since. And it's been years which is why I was so surprised to see your face when I first met you. It must have been. You know, I don't know my other self that well. But if they're anything like me, I'm sure he would have forgiven you for what you did. You were a child and you didn't understand what was happening. That sounds like a comfort and support role, too. <laughs> Five. Oh, <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. So n not so much comforting right now. Yeah. Uh, there isn't actually a miscondition on that. So I guess it just doesn't, uh, Mystic, this just doesn't, it's nice, but it's not particularly reassuring because that, that self is not Noah or Phantom is not Noah. So. Yeah. That's going to lead into what I wanted to say next. And I just wanted to be sure that everything's clear, but the Noah that you knew and me we're not the same person. So I hope that when you look at me, you won't see him. Yeah. Yeah, I I won't think about it too hard. So you basically traveled dimensions for fun, right? How long have you been doing this? Ha! <laughs> it's been about six years now. Six years? That was when Ollie... Yes, that's when Ollie took me from my home, when I was 11. Oh, where's... who's Ollie? There's this look on Phantom's face of, like, oops, and just pain. He's... he's gone. Oh. He was my friend, and... I'm sorry, I, I I don't want to talk about it. I understand. And she's going to pat Phantom on the shoulder. Th thanks. Uh, I, I'm hoping that this time, with all of you, it goes better. I, didn't, I haven't really had many friends before, besides Ollie and Kat. Yeah, I try not to f make friends either. It's it's easier not to hurt people if you don't get close to them. The it's easier to leave if you don't get close to them. And I think there's just this look of understanding um between Mystic and Phantom. I'm looking through uh cuz there's the vulnerability move that happens. Um you guys might take a look at yours and see if that applies. So when you share a vulnerability or weakness with someone, tell them how they could stop you if it came down to it. Oh, geez. I've been dreading this move the whole time because I haven't really 
thought through <laughs> how to tell people how they could stop me. And you don't have to do it. It just seems like that's something that's sort of happening in this conversation. What's uh, what's Phantom's vulnerability move? When you share a vulnerability or weakness with someone, mark a condition, give them influence over you, and mark potential. So that sounds like it probably happens. Because it does sound like you triggered that pretty strongly. I will give you influence over me. I will no. mark a condition. <laughs> I will mark guilty for bringing up bad feelings. <laughs> we were supposed to clear the conditions to mark it. But... <laughs> And, uh, uh, I will mark potential. I've already reached my first advancement, so. Nice. So if you have something you want, we can go ahead and do that a, a little bit later. Uh, or if you take it, we can talk about it later, too. And we'll do a sort of camera cut uh, on you guys sort of staring at each other a little weirdly, knowing you've just sort of really revealed some fairly big things about yourself. Speaking of other selves, though, let's go over to Quint. What are you up to? Just sort of chilling there, being blissfully unconcerned. So uh, at some point, Quint finally puts his feet back on the, the ground. And wh where is Rain right now? Uh, Rain has gone uh, over to the living areas of his uh, former teammates and is uh, packing away the important things. Quint is going to head over there, sit down and lean over. So how are you holding up? Oh, you know, um, I'm I'm all right. All right. OK, OK. Um, normally I would be expecting, you know, righteous anger, you know, soul crushing sadness, or even just, you know, weariness. Okay is a bit weird. Weary is probably right. I kind of feel like the anger and the sadness can probably wait until it isn't the same day that all of this happened. This sort of just happens when you're in this sort of business, at least when you're at least where we're from. Um, do, do you need to talk about it or anything? Or are you? I mean, what is there to talk about, really? So many things. But tell you what, my powers, they let me pull strings and tweaks people's emotions. I can make it so that you don't feel whatever it is that you're feeling right now. No, no, I don't want to. I don't want to lose that, too. I figured. Just wanted to make sure that you knew that was an option and wanted to see what you'd do with it. Well, thanks for the offer. On that very awkward note, we're going to go over to Kat. What is she doing? Kat is going to figure out a way to turn off all of the surveillance devices. That's fantastic. What are you doing? Are you turning them off? Are you covering them? She's going to try to turn them all off first. Awesome before she steps up and does something drastic. Uh, so she's going to walk over to an outlet, extend the spear out, and plant it in the ground, and then take a connector and just <laughs> plug it into the wall socket. Nice. Yeah, your your spear, it's obviously fairly universal because it's transdimensional. So you don't have access to like control panels for these things, but you could probably overload and short them. Uh, she'll sort of like crack her knuckles, her eyes sort of got a faint glow. All right, let's turn this shit. Spear. Got a. Can you make an electrical map? You can identify wherever cameras and microphones are drawing the power. Let's see if we can't short this out. I would short actually it. like you to roll unleash for this. Yup. 
That's a five. That's okay. I actually was kind of hoping you'd fail this, to be honest. Uh, so yeah, the rest of the, the group, what you see is Kat apparently like USB connecting her, her spear to the power outlet or whatever. And uh, you are able to map the, the thing and are, are you're able to see. Uh, but in trying to short out the cameras in this particular room, you do actually end up overloading the entire electrical grid and showed it shutting out surveillance on the entire uh, entire building itself and its outdoors. So all of the CCTV cameras in the entire building are shut out or are turned off. There's some popping sounds and some interesting burned plastic smells. But other than that, the cameras all give off little little plumes of smoke. But they're shut off in this one. And Kat, you're the only one who's, who knows they're shut off in the rest of the building and on the outside. Whoops. Impressive. But yeah, everyone in this room knows that there's no more surveillance in the room. No more cameras. Cameras are down. Oh, thank God. Everywhere. Everywhere? Well, oh. around the building. Was that intentional? I might have used too strong of a surge and didn't properly map out where it was going to go and it got a little loose and uh, now the whole building surveillance system is down, which I think is a win, to be honest. I think they're probably going to have it back on pretty quick here, so... So, Rain, this is the first time in probably as long as you can remember that you haven't been covered by CCTVs. You've got a lot going on, but does this produce any sort of reaction in you? Honestly, I think that given Kat's previous behavior since Rain has been around, he's kind of pointedly ignoring anything that she's doing. Kat will visibly relax. So, yeah, now you guys are, are unsurveillable. If anyone has anything they want to do... While the cameras are down, now's the time. Let's get wild. No, I'm just kidding. I wasn't really planning on getting raunchy or anything in here. Uh, that's not what I was talking about. At this point, Feedback just has a, the bottle against his forehead, just trying to get the cold, the cold to make the headache go away. Phantom, actually, if we could uh, continue the conversation we were having. Yes. I, I want to make sure what I did to Noah won't happen to you. And I just, I I don't know how foolproof this is, but I just, I wanted to let you know that like my powers are so emotionally tied. If you can try to help me calm down and stay in the present, I might be able to stop whatever it is I'm going overboard with. Okay. Phantom will take Junie's hands into their own and say, of course, I wouldn't want to see anything happen to you. And or anyone else. So I'll do that if the time comes for it. Okay. You can and trust. I know we just met, and I don't think I know your name. Oh well, I'm I'm Junie. It's short for hey. Juniper. That's a lovely name. Thanks. And you have influence. Um, just so everyone knows, Phantom has influence over me, which I don't think you had before, or maybe nope. you did. No, okay. I just got it. And I get to clear a condition, and so I'm going to clear Hopeless, because, I don't know, maybe my new friend can help me out. Aha, uh -huh. I have influence over everyone. <laughs> <laughs> 
upon hearing your name, Kat is going to give you a funny look. I guess if we're sharing, um, feedback takes off the goggles and the mask. Uh, my real name's Aaron. Um, I'm just some guy who dropped out of high school. Cat uh, will shoot you a kind of like surprise slash nervous look. Look a little awkward. Do you think any of us notice you making those faces? Yes, Cat is not very good about hiding emotions. Fancha raises an eyebrow at Cat. I think I'm going to finally take my face mask off, which is just, it's just a, a visor over my eyes, if everyone remembers. But in superhero logic, it's still good enough, so. It'll do. If Clark Kent's glasses do, that's fine. Hey, um, Rain, is there like a t-shirt and sweats or something that I could change into? I've been wearing this super suit for days. Oh, um, yeah, uh. In the closet, there's some civilian clothes. You, you can just take whatever you want from that. Thanks. Sorry about that. I just... It's all I right. need to. I need to wash this off. I, I totally get it. It's all right. Does anyone else have any names they need to share? Kat is looking awkwardly. Not you. <laughs> I already know your name. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Kat's just Kat, so I think we covered it. That's true. Cat is just cat. Yep. And there's cat. There's Quint. That's their actual names. Phantom Wings at cat. <laughs> just cat. Only name I have. I should be sure to know that my name is just Phantom. Do not call me Noah. Uh, I wasn't planning on it, but okay. Weird flex. <laughs> well, my other selves will probably be called Noah. But that's not my name. Yeah, I remember. You, you said that on the uh, last world we were on. So, you know, not. I haven't changed my mind and started calling you that. So, you know, I think, think we're good. I just want you to be sure. There's no need to be so mean. I'm not being mean. I'm just confused as to why this is. But whatever. It's not my problem. So as you guys are talking, I, I think you still well, you still wanted to get uh, feedback and cat together, but uh, I, I'm assuming Junie's looking around for clothes. Yep, I'm gonna go over to the closet. In the closet, there are civilian clothes, but you'll notice that they're they're very distinct. Like you have one group of clothes that is basically white with some green. You have one group of clothes that's basically pink. They're they're grouped by color. And there are a couple options of ones that would actually seem to fit you. Probably get away with like the white and the green. You could probably get away with the pink and the red. She's looking to see if there's any black clothes. No. Oh. Probably get away with purple and white also. Uh, she'll put on the... Uh, she's, now she's like looking at these, thinking about like the people that used to wear them and thinking about Raid seeing her in those clothes. And she's going to grab some from... Two different sets, so she's not wearing a whole outfit that one of these people would have worn. Nice. Okay, so you're, you're in, like, purple bottoms and pink tops? She does not want to wear pink. Or purple bottoms and a white top? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> white and purple? Yeah, for sure. Okay. So then by the time, when you come back to the group, uh, you're in a sort of... The thing with... The, the, the clothes are also style grouped, so it's, it's, it's like, two... Those books where you have the different parts of the person you can flip over, 
you have one person on your top and one person on your bottom. But there's yeah. no pajamas or anything like that? There are. Okay, I think she'll do the pajamas where obviously one the shirt is from a different pajama set as the bottom. Perfect, perfect. Oh, hey, pastel goth, that's not a bad look. All right, uh, so then that brings you back to the group. What about cat and feedback? I mean, feedback's just still over by a window trying to clear his head. He's kind of dealing with some... Um, very vivid flashbacks to the day where he turned on um on freak show because that was the last time he was in a situation where it was quite as violent and bloody as what happened in the city mm. so yeah you're clearly dealing with some heavy shit i think cat's going to walk over back it's leaning on the window next to him He's going to look, just kind of raise the bottle of energy soda or whatever he's drinking. Just, hey, drink some more. Hey. What's up? You uh, you, you feeling any better after uh, whatever happened back there? Yeah. Yeah. Better. I need to tell you something. I want to ask All you right. something first. My shoot, go ahead. I don't... Well, this is going to come across as incredibly insensitive. What made you take a step back from being a supervillain? That's a... There's a lot to that. Um, so, I, I don't know if uh, you remember that there was a villain named uh, Freak Show? Clown guy? Um, weird body powers? Uh... Vaguely remember him from Prime, and I've seen variations of him throughout our dimensions. Oh, good. I have to run into him again. That's, uh, there's a pleasant thought. Um, <clears throat> anyway, uh, yeah. I, I was his, uh, I was gonna be his protege, and we had a job together. Uh, we were going to, uh, you know, we're gonna pull a heist on a building, get our way in, take down anyone in our way and steal he hadn't been specific as to what but i i just assumed it was money um and then it was a lab we were breaking into and it was a a chemical weapon he wanted and he was gonna he was gonna unleash it on the city and i was the only other person in the room with him and uh i i had a moment where i just thought i either become complicit in this and i'm more than just a supervillain, I'm a monster, or I give up everything I just built and save thousands of lives. And it really didn't feel like much of a choice. So I I surprised him, hit him from behind, and took him down. You could have played dumb. Just not seen anything. Gone back to your fame money, people. Hey, I guess probably wouldn't suspect it. That wouldn't have saved those people's lives, though, and I I didn't want that on my hands. I didn't want... If there was a chance, I could have stopped it. I wouldn't have been able to live with myself if I didn't. For me, being a villain was never about hurting or killing people. It was always about getting one over on the big guys. It was always about making yourself look look smarter, look cooler than all of the superheroes who think they know so much better. It was it was like a game, 
almost, you know? And yeah, there was reputation, there was money, there was, there was, <laughs> there was drugs that, uh, I no longer can afford and it's probably better off that way. And, um, it was never about trying to be what freak show ended up wanting to be. And I realized that I couldn't live that way, I guess. I'm sorry. This is really sappy. I'm dealing with a migraine. I get sappy when my head hurts. That's sort of giving you a very intense stare. Like she's kind of like figure you out. So this could be a pierce the mask roll if you wanted. And I also think you guys are doing, or at least uh, feedback is doing his vulnerability thing here. Oh, we'll do a piercing mask. That is seven. I get to ask one. How could Cat gain influence over feedback? That's a really hard question. I'm not sure how to answer that. I thought you already had influence over me, honestly. Well, the way respect works is that I will never have influence over you. I'll just, every time that would happen, I tick up respect. And then when it hits four, uh, special bonus stuff happens. I think maybe look at it as what could she do that would make you respect her more? Probably have the teams back a little more than running off and just like going after the ferret solo or going off to in a room to destroy things. Just sort of being more a part of the group. I guess, because we're all we have right now. Cat's going to look away from you, just stare out the window. Have you ever heard of a super villain called Transition? What I have? Yes, but in past, so they, uh, she hasn't a very big one in the Prime Dimension, but because you've moved through super villain circles, you've definitely heard of her. It's more like you aren't aware of the dimension hopping aspect, but you know of Transition as a sort of super villain mercenary. Yeah, she's a merc, right? Super villain for hire. Yeah. Something like that. I assumed you knew her reputation and maybe some of the stuff she's done on Prime. Yeah, I've heard some rumors, some jobs she's pulled, some uh, names she's pulled one over on, some people she's beaten down. Her real name is Catherine Slane. My real name is Catherine Slane II. She's my mother. Oh, shit. Damn. That's that's a lot of baggage for your family. Shit. And I thought my dad kind of being a dick sometimes was bad. Just she was going to make me her partner, basically. And now you're here instead. Yeah. Trained from birth. Traveled. Traveled dimensions with her. No specific diet. Exercise regime. regime. Sometime I was about six. Up to about 16. Jesus Christ. 14. At 14 years old was when I started going on missions with her. 14? Jesus. They yeah. usually don't even have sidekicks at that age. I grew quickly. She made sure of that. You didn't get to have a childhood. Of course you had to grow quickly. The part I'm getting to. I fought the world of her. You know? I thought we were the good guys. Just... Taking out people who needed to, fighting a war back home. Then, after a particularly bad one, I learned, I learned too much. Now, then I ran away, went to Prime, hid, 
Now I'm here. Well, I'm glad you're here, though. You know, I I know how hard it is to walk away from that kind of thing. Mine, less so than yours, but I know you're, you must be carrying that weight, and it's explains a lot about what happened back there. So, uh... If she appears again, I'm sorry. I'm so, so sorry for whatever happens. She appears again, I'm gonna have your back. Fuck the apologies. She comes for you, I got your back. We're all that we have right now. This, this group here, I mean, we all got ripped away from our lives and now we're all that we've got. So you're fucking right, I got your back. Cat will smile at that. So as uh, feedback is saying that, the camera has sort of zoomed in on him in this very uh, heroic speech sort of shot. As he finishes saying we're all we've got, uh, it pulls back and shows that 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 last speech has gotten the attention of the rest of the people in this room. So you're all looking at him as he says this, sort of declaring you're actually a team together as a good way to segue out of the individual conversation into a group again. Also, uh, Kat, do you have any conditions, Mark? I have a frayed Mark. Then uh, if you want feedback, that could be comfort and support as well, because it sounded like it. Actually, I'd let you roll it for everybody. One roll to cover everybody in this room for that. Because that was definitely inspiring speech with swelling music in the background. Sure. Natural 12. So you're goddamn right it was. Fantastic. So all of you guys get a, get a support there. Kat's going to put a hand on Feedback's shoulder as she uh, turns away from a window back towards the room. Just keep this quiet, please. Yeah. Phantom knows most of the story. There's other parts I haven't told you. I figured they did. They've been kind of inseparable from you, so... Um, I don't trust Quint yet. I don't know about Rain. I don't know Rain, but I trust Quint, but he's a dick. I do trust him, though. <laughs> so as the, the, you're talking about each person, the, the camera is actually focusing on each of them in turn as you speak about them. I recognize Mystic earlier. She had a run-in with my mom when we were on a job together. Well, we will cross that bridge when, uh, when you get to it, I guess. It's not my story to tell. I shared a vulnerability, so I do have a question that I get to ask, which is... Oh, cool. Um, so then, cinematically, that scene fades to black, and we'll start to the next one, but uh, I want to know, do, resolve the mechanics. Yeah, the question is, um, what would you do something dark for? And I gained an influence over Cat. Heavy stuff today. I like it. That is a heavy move. Oh. Cat uh, sort of, like, looks at the floor, looks back at you. I would still do just about anything to gain her favor back. And with that, he's gonna he's just gonna give her a hug. I want to do my team move. Okay. When you share a vulnerability or a weakness with someone, ask them if they would defend you against those who mistrust you. Feedback. Yep. People recognize me, and a lot of people will. Just either my face or my actual name. Would you stand up for me? Yeah, I would. No question. We both had to walk away from everything. So I I don't know where your head's at, but I guess I can empathize with it. So, yeah, I got your back. And of that, I uh, don't have a condition to clear, but I can shift shaver. Savior up and another label down. And with that, feedback's going to kind of come back to the group and sit next to Judy and just be like, 
Huh. Didn't know you could pull up pastel goth. Thanks. I'm normally more of a goth goth. Well, I'm kind of too preppy to be goth, but... Eh, fuck the labels. You are what you feel. Man, there goes a question I was going to ask Judy now that you're here. I'm sorry, do you want me to leave, Phantom? <laughs> do, you, do you want me to go to the bathroom or something? I can walk away for a moment. If, if I'm interrupting your incredibly important conversation, Phantom, by all means, I'm just taking a piss out of you. I'll, I'll give you some space. And he just... No, <laughs> so are there more conversations that you all want to happen? Otherwise, I want to just sort of blast through the, the night as a montage where I can take over cat stuff. I just want, I had a thought in my head and I wanted to. So Phantom's going to lean down towards uh, Mystic and say, so I told you that I dated Quint's other self. And I'm just kind of curious. I, I mean, I'm not interested in this version of him. He's kind of dull in comparison. <laughs> Aggressively dull, thank you very much. <laughs> Although there is someone on the team I'm kind of interested in. Junie's eyebrows are just up. She's listening uh, intently Phantom. and also a little nervous. Phantom. <laughs> Phantom taps like their lips and says, but that's a secret. Is there anyone you are interested in? Uh, you can share with me now that we're friends. No. <laughs> no? Oh, I, I don't, I, I don't date. It's, I don't, it's too dangerous. I don't, I don't spend time with people. Like, nah. Well, now that you're stuck here with the rest of us, that could change. Oh. And she's <laughs> just like, like, you know, when a person, obviously, their body language is like, I don't know how to keep talking about this. And she, you know, pulls her knees up to her <laughs> chest and she's like, um. So, a way check then on this conversation is, because I feel like this is what friends talk about. Yeah. Oh. I mean, I would never talk to Kat about this. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not because I don't, I'm not interested because I. Feedback slinks it from behind the couch. There are some lines and I am reading between them. You know what, Aaron? Maybe you should mind your business. <laughs> okay, that's a good place to end the awkward uh, dating questions. Um, so what I want to do for the rest of this, each of you think of some sort of, like you're going to have the whole night through the next morning. Uh, I like to know, like, just as a narration, what you're doing, and then when you go to bed. Um, there was rumors of some hair dyeing that was going to happen. So I think one at a time, let's just go through and give give me your, like, night, uh, what it looks like to the movie. Uh, let's start with Quint. Yeah, so um, assuming that Quint fails to find a nice, boring, like, black or brown hair dye, he's going to go try and find the most natural-looking color that he can find, which might just be blonde, because that's exciting enough to be an anime color and still Silver be normal-ish. Silver blonde. Um, so, yeah, in the morning he's going to come out like a, you know, a Dragon Ball Z Super Saiyan. Do <laughs> you going to get All green right. contacts to go with it? No, just like his bedhead is naturally Super Saiyan. <laughs> Incredible. So then, uh, where do you sleep? Quint? Um, 
Quint is sleeping um, next to those really fancy windows that we have here. Nice. Uh, feedback. What do you, what's your, your evening look like? Um, probably just shooting the shit with, um, with, uh, Junie and anyone else really. Nice. So doing a little bit of small talk and then going to bed. How about Phantom? What are you up to? So I know last time Phantom wanted to, uh, tinker with the dimension device to see if they can figure out how to get it to work better. Awesome. So that, yeah, the, the, the shot will be you working on that and we'll, we'll deal with that mechanically a little later. Uh, but you taking it apart, putting it back together, uh, doing all of that and looking a little frustrated and then ultimately looking pretty satisfied and going to bed if that's cool with you. Awesome. Uh, who am I missing? Cat, uh, Mystic, what are you doing? I think like she's talking to people, but she's also like was desperate to clean her super suit, right? <laughs> so I'm trying to think like, um, probably the super team that lives here has everything sent for dry cleaning. I'm imagining. They so do. They probably, they do. Go ahead. do they have a washing machine? Like, no, but you do have a shower. You could you could hose it down in. Yeah, she's just gonna do that. Um, and if if Phantom and Feedback want to, like, they could all just be talking in the bathroom while she's doing nice. it. Like, sure. Perfect. Yeah, at this point, he's taken off the whole padding in the jacket and everything. He's just wearing his shirt and pants. Nice. Uh, like a normal Phantom person. has taken off their boots, but they are still not taking off their cloak or any, anything else. They do not like having <laughs> the cloak off. They uh, sleep awesome. in the cloak. <laughs> and then what about Rain? What are you up to? What are you doing? Uh, Rain orders pizza for people. No, that's um, sweet. Uh, I, I imagine that he's probably hungry and I imagine other people are probably hungry too. Probably. So, yeah. uh, he orders pizza and then like spends the rest of the evening, like not completely withdrawn into himself. He's a little uh, conversant, but still not entirely there. Rain, what's the specialty pizza flavor in this dimension? Oh. Uh, Spirulina. What is spirulina? Uh, uh, algae. Uh, Braised short rib. <laughs> that sounds delicious, actually. <laughs> it does. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's some kind of meat lovers. With braised uh, short rib and a jus instead of a uh, an jus. There are the five top, different kinds of animals on it. <laughs> nice. Including kangaroo. Uh, huh. The weirdest you one know, is alligator, shockingly. I feel like I've had this pizza before. She don't have carrots as a natural topping in this dimension. Hmm. Why carrots? would you? I don't fit. I look wrapping my head around pineapple on pizza is bad enough, but fucking carrot. Hey, pineapple on pizza is good. Okay, let's circle back around to carrots. There might be carrot inside one of the animals on it. There's no pineapples, really, where I'm from. Oh my god. There's no what? pineapples. There's no Pokemon. What other P words are you lacking? <laughs> Aside from right. Phantom, which you clearly have plenty of. <laughs> so that gets all of our other characters asleep. Kat, what are, what's your, your plan for tonight? And after we do that, I want to take a little break. Uh, first stage of a plan. Uh, she needs to send a text to her mom. Okay. Uh, yeah, that, that's a, a capability your your spear has. Though it will identify where you're, like, roughly where you're at. 
She will try and unleash your powers roll to hide Got that. It. That's totally cool, yeah. So what does uh, it look like when you text on your spear? Uh, so she's basically, she goes to retrieve the, she goes to retrieve the, uh, drift device. Um, plants a spear, sort of like, in an inconspicuous area, plugs it into an outlet, plugs it into the device. Um, her eyes start glowing again as the spear projects the, uh, heads-up display onto her eyes, and she'll just, like, sit through the menus, her hands are sort of, like, twitch, and she sort of moves them about in front of her uh, over to the messaging function. And using the drift device, just trying to do, like, broad uh, message to, like, nearby dimensions. See if her mom picks it up. And she'll try and, like, disguise the origin. Okay, got it. So go ahead and roll Unleash for that. Not for the communication, but for the disguising. No, that's a, that's a hard miss there. Oh, God. That's it's a, a one. one. <laughs> so the message goes off without a hitch. And as far as you know, you're, you're, uh, you did successfully hide your dimensional trace. Um, it, it appears to you that you were able to send this message out broad spectrum enough that it might look like it's coming from one of any of a half dozen dimensions. Uh, so message is basically just going to be short. Uh, it's just mom voices are active again, coming to kill either you or me. Thought you should know. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> okay. That, that is succinct and powerful. I'm proud of you. <laughs> Uh, then she's just gonna pull her scarf up, uh, unhook the spear, and she's sneaking out. Wonderful. You turned off all the cameras, so sneaking out is fairly easy. And you said you'd, you'd placed a call to Cassidy before, or? Uh, she was going looking for Star Dancer. She gonna, she's gonna check out his apartment in this dimension, see if he's home, and she's going to try and contact. In checking out his apartment, you're going to notice that he hasn't been home for quite a while in this dimension. And at this time, you aren't currently able to locate him, even with communications. So a message has been left that you're looking for him. Did you leave like a note or did you send another another interdimensional message? She would have left a voicemail on whatever number she still has. And then what are you telling him? Uh, hey, Jack, it's, uh, it's Catherine. Uh... The younger Catherine, uh, I need to talk to you. I need your help. Probably don't want to see me again, but mom isn't in the picture anymore. And I guess you're the closest thing to an established hero I kind of know. Um, some people got from Prime got stuck in... Never to mention, need your help moving them. Uh, this is using up a lot of minutes. Uh, talk to you soon, hopefully. Bye. And ju just for, for, love you, bye. <laughs> uh, for a future <laughs> reference, the voicemail that you got is You've reached Star Dancer, savior of the multiverse. Please leave a message after the tone. The message is going to start with a very long sigh. As she <laughs> <says>. Okay. <laughs> 
Next morning, you all wake up reasonably well rested, all things considered. And there is, most of you are woken to the sound of someone else coming into the apartment. Why don't you introduce what Betty slash Majorette looks like in this dimension? So Betty, uh, formerly uh, superhero Majorette, sort of dressed more, uh, well, less bright than like a hero would be. Uh, but still looking very sort of like sharp, very professional. You see a lot of color in her outfits. Blazer on, her hair's done up. It's got very nice little, it's got with pink highlights in it. And she has come in and is sort of bustling around doing, picking stuff up, but in that, that way that's not like actually cleaning, that's looking like they're being busy. And that's what all of you sort of wake up to. Uh, Rain, this is completely normal for you. This is a pretty standard day, except for, you know, everything that happened the day before. But for the rest of you, I, I don't know how, how typical this is for you. It's not. I'm like quick changed into my costume. As soon as as soon as I'm like, oh, there's another person here. I just casually superhero speed change into a costume. What about the rest of you? The first thing is just going to be like, no, Roxy's fine. I don't need to be in. Oh, sh oh, fuck. I mean, Phantom's version of Vasquez is to pull the hood over their head and turn invisible. <laughs> okay. So are you visible or invisible? Uh, I'll be invisible. I like that. I like talking to people when they can't see me. Quint wakes up. Um, there is exactly one panel of him stretching, and it looks almost like a, with his hair up, it looks like a Dragon Ball Z character kind of powering up. And then he is immediately smushing his hair back down. And then he's heading over to this meeting and putting on his mask. Uh, you must be the, um, uh... The arrivals Jennifer told me about. Let's see if I remember. Uh, it was uh, feedback, if I remember correctly. Yep. Hello. That's tis I. Mystic. Yep, that's me. Uh, Quint. Uh huh. Quint, right? There were two more of you weren't there. Uh, someone named Phantom and someone named Cat. Phantom is here. I'm here. It's true. I am very much a phantom. Yeah, they're doing their creepy thing. Uh, it's Is it creepy? They have invisibility. Ah, all right. Um, is Rain? Where's Rain? Uh, I should probably... Uh, hi. Hi, Betty. Wait, is Cat not here? Yeah, Cat does not seem to be currently around. Oh, Jesus. Oh, no. Did, did Cat leave any information for anybody? You leave a note for us. Uh, she left a note with Phantom, just like tucked into a pocket, and it just says "went out." <laughs> <laughs> Informative. That sounds like Cat. Oh, Cat. Well, I recognize Cat's handwriting. That sounds like her, so I'll I'll trust her. <laughs> Cat's just out. Uh, Cat's fine. Don't worry about her. Oh, I never worry about her. Uh, upon seeing Rain, Betty's just going to run over and pull you into a hug. Uh, Rain hugs back. Oh, dear God. I, ha I heard about the news. I tried to come sooner, but I just... Things work. Uh, kept me held up. Uh, did Gen Jennifer... Jennifer made sure you're okay, right? She... Yeah, yeah, yeah. She got me... She got us up here and uh, told us to stay put. Um, is, is there any new news? 
Nothing new. We're still. God. Still trying to work on moving rubble. How are you feeling? Are you okay? It's just just gonna like steer you away from the others a little bit. Yeah, I'm. I'm better than yesterday. Yeah. I. I mean, it's. It's still so huge. I picked up donuts and coffee on my way here. Oh, thank God. Just wanted to make sure that you get like first pick or sit handing them out. Uh, I picked up your favorite ones. Uh, Rain takes a jelly donut. Betty's going to spend a little a few minutes just sort of like pussing over you, making sure you're looking okay. I mean, he just woke up, so he doesn't. <laughs> I know, she's trying to get you like moderately camera red. Yeah. Um, you, you'd be familiar with the you're going to be on visible places soon fussing. And given that he's familiar with it, he just kind of lets it happen. But there's a little bit of mourning where you guys can just kind of get yourself put together. And about, uh, she, she got there at about like 8.30, so pretty early in the morning. And at about, I don't know, 9, 9.30, the door opens again. And the, um, she's, uh, the woman in the, the business suit comes in She's much more put together uh, this time than she was. She had seemed uh, like fake put together the day before. Today, she seems like she's actually sort of in control of the situation. And she comes in and uh, looks at you all over. You look like you've been able to get some sleep. How is everyone feeling this morning? They're doing okay. Rain's a little down, but he's managing. Been trying to sleep off a migraine. The doctor not give you anything for your migraine? We can get another doctor in uh, before we go out. We'll make sure you're at your peak performance today. Go out where? Yeah, what do you mean by going out? I, like I told you yesterday, you have an appointment with the boss. The boss. We have a business proposition for you, as well as a heroic endeavor to offer. Right. Uh, okay. Business. You did very visibly save the day the other day. We would like you to continue that just... On the books, so to speak. Huh. What kind of business? The only business there is. Superheroes. Oh, okay. Well, I thought you meant, like, I don't know, boring adult business. How is that the only business here? Don't you have, like, grocery stores and, you know, other essential businesses? She rolls her eyes, uh, but it's very restrained. Obviously, I didn't mean that's the only business that exists. I meant it's the only business of note for the people in this apartment. Okay, it's sort of hard to tell. I wouldn't have been too surprised if that was the way things worked here. That superheroes bag your groceries? That seems very inefficient. They usually do that before they get discovered. <laughs> I mean, if you have like super speed, you can do things really quickly. So very efficient. You should make that pitch. I, I'm sure that would, that would make you a, a mint. Just heroes bagging your groceries. Look, I, I'm sorry. I don't mean to be sarcastic. It was a long day yesterday. You know, there are many constants in multiple dimensions. I feel like grocery stores is one of them. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> grocery stores, a fixed dimensional point. Uh, so yeah, we, we have a meeting with the director of Aegis, but you know what? I, I should... Is one of you missing? Wait, Aegis? I thought we would be talking to like a talent agency or something. Exactly. Aegis. Aegis manages everything. Huh. Like she said, they're the, uh, you wouldn't send like a hero to, I don't know, somebody with a casting couch, would you? You send them to soldiers. Well, talent enforcement agents. 
like this is a pretty big business and Aegis has resources and sort of a management staff and like the experience to make sure everything goes smoothly. Fetty says this as she's sort of like fussing over everyone, correcting their posture, correcting the hair. Uh, Jennifer walks over to this, the place where uh, like the coffee is, takes one of the cups of coffee. I think we should do a little bit of prep work, though, before we go into this meeting, because I do really want you to look your best. Oh, and you agree to my uh, sponsorship, not sponsorship. What's the word I'm looking for? Like GM does another word. Agentship? Is there any way our contract should be a short term thing? I don't know how long we're going to be in town. Uh, yeah, she pulls out her phone and takes a look at it. The current offer on the table is a one mission deal only just to sort of get in, take advantage of this situation to really bring peace back to the world, to overcome the fear of the villain. Uh, Do you have any information about who we were facing yesterday? It seemed like he came in on your tail, so. Dangerous, probably. I, I did gather that, yes. We had never faced them before. We've never seen them before. They were definitely not on our villain roster. Uh, Rain, have you ever in the seen anybody go against the, something like that? No, no, never. Hmm. I, I stick to mostly the people I represent, but going through the forums and nobody's seen anything like that before. It's not at anybody else's rogues gallery. Well, we still technically haven't faced them yet. They kind of just pieced out. Go ahead and clean yourself up. Uh, she sort of looks at all of you and all, uh, there's at least something, you, you, even if you're perfectly dressed right now, something in her look makes you feel like you have dirt on your face. Clean up, make yourself presentable. I'll be back in an hour to escort you to headquarters and uh, we will see if we can get you some sort of deal that works for everybody. And Rain, we have some discussions we need to have about the alterations to your contract that's going to be happening. Do you have a minute or would you prefer to prepare first? Yeah, I, I've got a minute. I, I can just zap into my costume. I, I always forget that you guys have that. It was a major upgrade, so. Hmm. If you're looking for a missing friend, she's out right now, but I'm sure she's fine. I wasn't, but thank you for telling me. Uh, I had forgotten that you had another one. Um, I did notice there was a missing check mark. Well, if she's back in time, she can come be part of this deal. Otherwise, well, it's kind of, you four look pretty good together. No, we're a package deal. We can we can negotiate on her behalf. Do you have uh, you do look very different right now? What's your team aesthetic? Ragtag. Ragtag band of misfits. Yeah, I get that. But you're the wrong kind of rat. You really just don't match at all. Yeah, that's the look we're going for. That's that's the point. It's look, look, here's the thing. That's part of the deal. That's part of our whole aesthetic. I want you I want you to think about this for a second. Listen, are you listening? Imagine the merchandising. You have fashion lines for each of us, each with a different aesthetic. Yeah, no, they market tested that a while ago with the team and it bombed. Uh, They like everybody to be different, but just different enough. Mostly very similar so you can know what group they're part of. Look, we've done this before. We've done the research for years. We'll, We'll get you all set up with a stylist. Don't worry. Sounds like you need to fire whoever's in marketing because if you couldn't make this work... Feedbacks could just turn on the LEDs and just be like, you really don't think I'm marketable? I'm adorable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think you're marketable. That's that is fantastic. Maybe with the rest of you in lights that might. I'm into that, actually, guys. I'm sorry. You have to adopt my aesthetic. That's the rules. I don't make them. Are you standing up as the team leader then? Uh, are you the one that we're going to 
Oh, no, I, I am not the team leader. I'm just the best looking. No, our team leader is... Guys, who's our leader? It's Quint, right? No. <laughs> you should all work that out, too. I, like I said, I'll give you an hour. Figure out who's in charge. And if you have some suggestions about what style you're looking for, we don't do capes here. Just be aware of that. Other than that, we're, we're pretty open. I do like this, this neon LED thing that's happening really bright, catching people's eye. But we'll talk about that in contract negotiations. And she uh, puts her hand on uh, on Rain's shoulder um, and sort of steers him off to one of the other sections. I'm not move moving my cloak. Betty will sort of like make a face and try and like stop Jennifer from taking Rain away and sort of like back down and be like mutter something under her breath. It's okay. I, I'll be nice to him. I, I, I couldn't deal with the telling off you'd give me if I were me. Look, I just maybe give it a little... Give him a little bit more time. Look. Yeah, I know. He needs a little time to, like, adjust. Yeah, but we don't have time. Now is the time we can get that that move in. He is a solo hero now, and we can't launch a solo career by waiting, you know? Fine. All right. I'm sure you can can bake him cookies or whatever. He'll be fine. It's fine, Jennifer. It's fine. All right? Just. Good. Uh, You know what? Go ahead and hang out. Stay here for the day. Um, maybe you have some knitting to do in your office and we'll, we'll be back when the, the, the deals are closed. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I'll just go break out my knitting needles. Shall I? Uh, incidentally, the other people, uh, the people from Prime Dimension recognize like that there's, there's something sim- uh, familiar about Betty. She, she looks like Majorette from your dimension. And in your dimension, Majorette is... A very enthusiastic sort of like she doesn't appear to have powers as far as you can tell, but she's like a, an acrobat and a gymnast and hits people with batons, which is why she got the name Majorette. But she's got a reputation for always being super cheerful and up about everything, even as she's defeating villainy. So she's Robin with uh, with antidepressants. Uh, basically, yeah, but but older and, and genuinely happy. Like she's not like Robin where he's masking all the sadness. Yeah, that's what the antidepressants are for. <laughs> yes. Uh, so Jennifer gives Betty a look that is is genuinely full of affection, but also a little bit of I know better than you. It's okay, sweetheart. And pats her on the shoulder and sort of pushes her toward the frosted glass office. So, so who's our leader? Because well, it's not, it's it's not me. I don't want it to be Quint. No offense. I thought it was going to be Cat. Honestly, she. I was going to say cat too, oh, but she's not, not here. here. Oh no. Is it me? <laughs> that scene cuts there because we're going to, we're going to bring cat in to be your leader. So on the, I thought cat's not here. The, the, the screen cuts back over to Jennifer and rain. She's trying to look nurturing. It's very, not a natural expression for her, but she's doing her best. How are you doing? You look like you got some sleep. Yeah. Um, I'm fine. Good. Fine is very important. Fine does. Okay. Look, I know a lot happens, uh, but you know how this business is. We got to make our move now if we're going to make it. Yeah. You you know, I mean. Of course. Yeah. Good. So what's being planned as we're going to start your solo career? uh, There's a memorial happening tomorrow. We're going to get you out, debut you there. Uh, You think you're ready for that? Well, I know you're ready for this. What can I do to help you prepare? 
the camera is just stay, staying on his face. It's gone away from her, from Jennifer at this point. I don't know if I want a solo career. I don't understand. I don't know if I want to keep doing this. I, um, sweetheart, you're in your contract for another two years. Or wait, how old is he? Uh, he's 16. Yeah, you're in your contract for another two years. I, I know this is hard, but sometimes we have to take steps we don't really want to take because we're obligated to do it. Right. Okay. Yeah, okay. So all they're going to ask you, uh, so we're going to have you do a little bit of stuff at the memorial, really send off the, the, the rest of them with uh, our love and our, our praise. And this new little group here, we're going to hook them up with you just for a one shot to get this, that, that nobody can figure out who that guy, like who he's working for. He, he isn't officially on anybody's payroll. So we're, we're working on that, but we're going to have you guys all work together to take him down. And then you'll finish branching off after they go wherever they're going. Right. I did tell them that you weren't going to be the team leader. Is that okay with you? We, we could step as a leadership role here. Uh, I'd planned to sort of let you take a little backseat to kind of ease in. But if you want to be leader no. right out of the gate, we can do that. No. You sure? It I, would look I, good. I can't. No. All right. So like I said, I'll be back in an hour. Feel free to send me an email or text me if you need anything. Um, you're, you're doing really good. You're looking good. And, and this will be a, a great upward mobility move for you. I, I know it will. Thanks. She sort of gives him just a little bit of a worried look. But I can't imagine why. As she's going out the door, she actually brushes past Kat, who is coming in, gives her sort of a, the fuck? And then the door closes, and Kat's inside and she's outside. Yeah. Hey. Glad you didn't get eaten by a giant ferret. But do they have other giant animals here? Yeah, that was their whole thing, remember? We defeated the ferret yesterday. It might have been like a giant weasel or maybe a, you know, a tree mouse. Cat will walk over and join the others. So cats are leader. Yes. Uh. Yeah, they want to make you the leader. What did I, th what did I miss? Wait, Quinn, does that mean you want to be the leader? I don't care. So for the gimmick, a superheroing job that they want us to do, she's kind of rolling her eyes. Uh, we have to pick a leader. Oh. I trust you the most out of everyone here. Well, I mean, it should be feedback because these are the most colorful and I like it that sort of thing here. That's true. I I am not I'm I'm not a leader, guys. I'm I am in no way qualified to be a leader. Alright, so obviously this has to come down to who looks the best in red. I I can make myself flashy. I think you'd be a great leader. I know practically nothing about you, so I can't really say. Phantom says, I think you'd be a good leader. The, all, the, 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 the screen shows everybody looking at each other and doing that like back and forth look, and then it fades. It, it cuts. I do want one thing, if I may. Yeah, please. Uh, just to real quick put my hand on her shoulder and just go, you got this. She'll have a disgruntled look on her face, but we'll accept. Perfect. Pause. When it comes back up again, you are all once again sitting in that limo car auto drive thing. Uh, Jennifer is sitting there with you, but she's very focused on her phone. And the, the, this is a weird town to drive through because you're used to, most of you are used to Rancho Paseo being this 
low, sprawling, very Southern California and very full of strip malls town. This one, it's still fairly low buildings, but it's like everything has been glammed up or had glitter thrown on it or made it bright or fluorescent. There, it's very, there's a lot of visual noise in this dimension. Uh, I think during the ride, Kat's going to be cycling through holograms, trying to find something or trying to write something that would fit in. Does Kat have a magical girl hologram? She does. Or she's working on it during the ride. Awesome. So then by the end of the ride, you're going to have some look that you're ready to reveal as team leader here. You seem to be driving a lot further than you would expect. Again, the city was the, the prime city was big, but it's the kind of big you drive across in like 20 minutes. You're driving for like an hour at this point. Um, and the car does seem to be going a little slower than you'd expect, almost like it, it, it drives fast. And then you get to a place where there are a bunch of billboards and it slows down, drives fast. And then there's advertising and it slows down. Oh, this is like a theme park ride. We have to slow down for all the attractions. Jennifer looks up and raises an eyebrow. You know, we tried theme parks, but people just didn't really, they didn't get it. It's like they, they were wondering what, what the point of them was when you could get the rides. Uh, maybe it's different where you guys come from, but they, they weren't really marketable here. It's a complicated thing. I'm from theme parks. Uh, mm. Yes. Uh, it's a long story. Don't worry about it. She shakes her head and goes back to her phone. Do you guys have any conversation do you want to have during this car ride? Do I see any advertisements that I recognize? I mean, you've been to this dimension before, so it's like, seriously, anything you can imagine is advertised um, on the, the... Super systems? Yeah. So that's what actually that's one thing that is notably missing. There are lots of tech company advertisements. There's cell phones, there's all of this, but there is nothing that specifically says super systems on it. So they're really gonna give us new super suits out of this, huh? Should we add more hair? I think you need more frills. They like long, like, flare. Maybe add another ribbon or two? I need rivets. Oh, no, no. We... Do you think they were going to make us wear, like, the same thing of whatever you designed? Please, no ribbons. <laughs> Sorry. Oh. <laughs> if they make us wear what you design, could you add a cloak to your design so I don't have to take mine off? Well, if you put a cloak over this sort of outfit, it kind of ruins the look and the outline. But I need this. This is part of my whole stick. They said no capes. Is a cloak a cape? Jennifer looks up at this point. No, cloaks don't count. And we do need a mysterious one. You fill the mysterious one role very, very well. Are you open to different colors of cape? That one's pretty nondescript. We could do like an ombre fade with some stars. The thing is, is that my cloak allows me to do this. If Vandom pulls the hood off, it disappears. That works. That's a good gimmick. Hang on to that one. We will let you be the mysterious one. And she goes back to her phone. So after about an hour's worth of drive, the car pulls up into it. what it looks like is a really big fancy hotel where it has one of those sweeping drives that does a loop out in front of it. And there's like a valet letting people in and out people lots. What you notice most going in and out of this building are people in superhero costumes accompanied by people in business suits. So the car pulls up and a valet opens the door for you all. Um, and as your she, Jennifer like basically ushers you out, 
door closed, the car drives itself away to park itself. And the doors to the building are also opened by attendants in gold letters above the door. It gives the full name of Aegis uh, in, in an almost like Hollywood script uh, rather than the military letters you're used to. And then when you get inside the front door, it's like you're in the reception hall, uh, not reception hall, um, like reception area of a very, very ritzy upscale company. Ooh. All right. We're going all the way to the top and she takes you to the elevator and sticks you all the way up to the, the, the top floor, which, of course, she has to unlock with a key. And directly out of the elevator is a very, very plush waiting room. Um, lots of fancy chairs, all of that. So go ahead and have a seat. He will be with you as soon as he can. Do you want me here as representation? I, I can handle negotiations or if you'd prefer to do it for yourselves. You know, why don't you let us handle it? I take my commission either way. So I will trust you to go ahead and negotiate this then. Reindeer, call me if you need me. I'm always a text away. Yes, Dad. What do you guys think are the chances that we're here to meet either Vanguard or Trident? Yeah, you are left alone in uh, the room for a little while. But it's pretty obvious who you're here to meet because the walls of this room are lined with pictures of Vanguard with other people. Like Vanguard with the president, Vanguard shaking hands with some other dudes, a bunch of heroes. It's like it's like those um, restaurants that have all the pictures of stars on the walls. It's like that, but for a superhero. Well, Quint, I'm guessing it's Vanguard. Damn it. Yeah, maybe he'll be better than the last Vanguard we met. I mean, that's that's setting a pretty low bar. The, yeah. Our Vanguard isn't so bad. I don't think I've met him. I think I've seen him. He has his own problems. You know, he was trying to set us up. Oh, wow. Wait, what? Yeah, what? Yeah, before we got stuck here, he was trying to see if you and I could get together or something. To date. I'm crossing my arms and I'm tapping a foot on the ground and looking at the ceiling like, why would he do that? (laughs) Because all vanguards are dicks. It's true. You could probably do much better than Quint. I mean, I don't think I'm that big of a dick, he says as he walks into the room. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) And the doors to the inner office have opened. And remind us what Vanguard looks like. How is he dressed for this dimension? He's wearing a business suit. He's clean shaven. His hair is well kempt. He looks like he keeps in shape. He doesn't really have any scars because this Vanguard hasn't needed to get any. Hello there, everyone. Um, My name is Vanguard. Apparently, I'm a dick. Well, at least you're admitting it. We're off to a great start already, I see. Kat's gonna cross her arms and glare at Vanguard. All right, so I have been told that you um interceded in yesterday's incident, and for a moment you see the face crack, and he just... I'm sorry, I just wasn't really prepared for... um. Forgive me, I've lost my composure. I am... Um, Tell cool, man. It's not every day you have to make phone calls to uh, tell families that their children who I promised would be in a perfectly safe line of work uh, are dead. So I'm sorry. Forgive again. Forgive my lack of composure. Uh, Please step into my office. Yeah, I'm just going to walk in. Yeah. Vanguard's office is exactly what you would picture for a very, very rich CEO who wants to make a good impression, but also wants to be tasteful. It's not like Prime's Vanguard. You had a feeling would probably be a little ostentatious with what he does. This office is all about understated luxury. 
And there, of course, is the big desk and the chair and uh, the other chair, like the, the very standard office setup. And the secret alcohol cabinet. Possibly. I start picking things up off his desk and looking at them. <clears throat> he takes his seat. So I've been told that uh, you are accepting our offer and you're going to help us deal with this situation. You could say that. It's just that we don't trust you to be able to do it. I don't understand why you're being so immediately hostile. Not hostile, just honest. That's just what he's like. No, no, that's that's fairly hostile. You, I, I'm sorry, I've never met you. And I had to bury several people who were under my watch yesterday. I am dealing with a situation where a city I promised I would keep safe is under threat. I am trying my best to fix that. And you people seem like you'd be capable, but you come in here and you immediately insult me. And that is exactly why we don't trust you. How dare you? He's, he just put the hand up. I would like you to leave my office, please. I will talk to your friends, not you. Uh, and then Quint um, will find something to, uh, something fancy looking and grab it as he walks out. <laughs> Petty. We're, we're sorry, sir. We really just want to help you. For fuck's so, sake, Rain, this Quint, is the first turn time it down. This is the first time you've ever seen Vanguard actually discomposed, even when uh, like he's been through some really big battles. How are you reacting to this, to seeing the premier hero slash manager of the city actively upset over your friends? I, I mean, it's comforting. Nice. So you're kind of relaxing a little more? Yeah. Good. I, I'm feeling uh, a little more uh, secure in what's going on. For a minute here on the, uh, the negotiation, so the door closes behind Quint leaving the rest of you in a space. All right. He just looks up at Rain. I apologize. And you are certainly owed an apology, Rain. I, what has happened is unprecedented and shouldn't happen to anyone, especially not a hero as young as you. So you have my grief and my sincerest apology. Thank you, sir. I... I want to say it's all right, but it isn't. It isn't. You're you're right. However, that's where um that's where you folks come in. I was um I was hoping you could help us make this right. Apparently, you uh showed some unprecedented ability yesterday. We we're not used to seeing people quite as throw around the, that level of power exactly. So you you certainly have impressed, and if you are capable of finding whoever is responsible for this heinous attack and putting a stop to it, you will not only have my gratitude, you will be compensated. With money? Uh, yes, with with money. What else? That That's what I mean. Just checking. You know, sometimes it's different. I'm sorry, is this not how it works where you're from? Well, sometimes people give you other things. Look, this is a business, after all. Of course I'm going to pay you for your time. You don't, superheroes don't do this for free. Yes, we... Cat will glance at her team. We will, we will do this. Good. Which one of you is your, um, your ragtag band's leader, by the way? Hopefully not the man I sent outside. Cat will raise her hand. I, I am. Ah, good. So, there is, um, 
there is one thing that uh, we will need you to do. It's, um, it is a bit of show and camera work, you know. It is a bit of <laughs> uh, smile for the cameras and everything. So, uh, we are going to need you to deliver a speech tomorrow at the uh, memorial service. Uh, sure. Don't, don't worry, it's been written for you. I'm not going to make you improvise. I can do that. Excellent! Most excellent. Good. Now, I assume our stylists want you all to have some sort of group aesthetic, and as long as the cameras are on you, I'm inclined to agree. But I'll be honest. Once the cameras are off, I just want you to handle this. I don't care how you look doing it. I just want it done. Okay. I don't want to bury anyone else in my city. You'll have to. Did you say you won't or you will have to? No, you won't have to. Thank you. That's very comforting to hear that you're so willing to step up. I'll be honest, I'm genuinely impressed. He looks at Mystic. I'm sorry, it's just, you seem... Have we met somewhere before? The way you're looking at me, it feels like we should be familiar, but I, I can't place you. Yes, sir. I am in your mentorship program in our dimension. Wait, this dimension thing's not a gimmick. No. No. You're not, this isn't, this isn't just the backstory that was... Nope. No, sir. No, it's a real thing. Really? That's why we don't know anything about how you guys do business. See, that's why I was asking if it was money, because in some dimensions, it's other things. Like pineapples. Wait, where, where you're from, you do this for free? Well, I don't really superhero that much. But sometimes people give me things, like food, jewelry. There's a system in place. It's not entirely pro bono work. So you've met another version of me, then? Yep. That's a lot to take in. I've worked with him directly, sir. Has he treated you well, I hope? Uh, yes. He's taught me a lot about controlling my powers. Oh, well, good. I'm, I'm glad to hear that this other version of me is a decent man. And I'm looking at the floor thinking about... Why are you all being so awkwardly silent after I said that? Is there something else I should know? <laughs> Cat will kind of scoff at that. Ah, uh, no. There's nothing I can think of. Um, we've been to more than one dimension. Oh. And the other one we went to, the whole dimension was not... An ideal situation, and, uh... You don't need to tell him that. I mean, does it matter? I know, but... Does it matter if we tell him or not? He already knows about multiple dimensions. Yeah, but I don't think he wants to hear. <laughs> Excuse me, I can read between the lines. I, I understand where you're going with this, and that's incredibly upsetting and disturbing. <laughs> I feel bad for Vanguard. <laughs> yeah, I met another version of myself. You just be lucky that you haven't met yourself, is all I'm going to say. Beating yourself's not that bad. <laughs> if the people who know me are anything to go by, I apparently wouldn't be able to stand me. It's a joke. You're allowed to laugh. <laughs> Unless you guys have further negotiations to do, let me know. Do you, do you want to do any more? I don't think there's anything else we need to discuss. So what I, what I want to do here is actually go through, like, basically tonight... And then the next into the next day. So you have your whole day to just kind of 
like actually get ready, do whatever you're going to do with your own day and then start the next the last little bit of this at the uh, memorial the next day. What's going to happen as you are filing out of this office is that outside there actually are the body of the bodies, the unconscious forms of four guards, um, very neatly positioned in chairs, knocked out, uh, which Vanguard's raises an eyebrow at, but is smart enough not to say anything. Uh, And then you, Quint is not there when you get back to the, the hideout. Huh. Not so dull after all. So do you guys have stuff you want to do? So do you guys, what do you guys, I I would like to just sort of speed through the the day and the night. What do you, how do you prep for, you guys are probably going to need to talk about what you're actually going into. What kind of training and prep work are you going to do before you have that? Here's what we're actually going to fight. Just to clarify, is there a stylist coming or is there no stylist coming? (laughs) Yes. So you're going to have a scene with the stylist. Um, I kind of want to just get an idea of what you want to do, because that's going to be one portion of it is just one of those like big music playing over it, seeing you try on different costumes. Very pretty woman. Do all the like the the. The, the showing off and the the voguing or whatever, but that's just going to be one of the things that happens. What else do you guys want to do to prep? Should I get a weapon? I don't have one. I don't usually, I fight with my fists mostly when I have to fight, but. What kind of weapon do you want, Phantom? Oh God, what kind of fa- weapon does Phantom want? Get a gun, get a gun. Guns are not an option. That That's outside of uh, superhero rules. A katana, obviously. What if I get a scythe? Just go with my entire aesthetic. <laughs> it has neon lights on it. A, st- a, s- a stun scythe. So, and, and okay, anything else? And then I'll just narrate the scene really quick. Anything else you guys want to do before you sit down and see if you can make Kat tell you or like make a plan for what you're going to do? Cat is probably going to think of like a catchphrase. For them to like shout, because that's how things work nice. around here. Uh, it's just going to like consider like begrudgingly color coordination and like poses and arrangement. Well, I mean, I feel like purple works because I Judy doesn't have to doesn't have to change that much, and you don't have to change that much, and I can just he adjust a dial on his wrist and his LEDs turn purple. I can just do that. Wait, don't most of these teams have everyone as a different color? Uh, it varies. Some are like one color, some color coordinate. I mean, honestly, if we just pick one color, I think we can pull it off and they'll leave us alone. You can either have one color with different outfits or the same outfit in different colors. Mm-hmm. Not the same outfit. <laughs> Not the same outfit, no. We we need to have our unique aesthetics. Oh, you guys don't all want to wear the superhero classic outfit? Mm. No. <laughs> I mean, it's very tempting, Judy. I know my ass would look fantastic, but uh, no, thank you. Uh, I, I can't pull off skin tight. I need my cloak. It's like making a bridal party, really. I mean, I'm not against wearing a different outfit. I will wear a different outfit, but I, I mean, it's just, I don't like showing off myself. Look, I, I I don't want to sound like I have an ego, but 
she really liked my lights. And if they can set us up with a version of everyone's outfit with the LEDs, personally, I think that'd look pretty fucking baller. I'm just making a hologram to layer over myself. So I'm picturing Phantom as just a glowing set of LEDs. This this conversation is a voiceover over different shots of like different versions of the outfits you you guys wear just with lights stuck on. So some of them it's like like Junie her normal costume, but there's like three lights kind of randomly stuck stuck on her. And then I improve it by putting little magic sparkles on it. Exactly, you go through different permutations till you end up with a really nice. And then you're sparkling with your magic. Uh, you get Quint looking like a normal dude with some LEDs in his hands. And then you get him. What, what is Quint's super suit actually going to end up looking like here? With the way that that meeting went, I don't think Quint is getting in on this at all. Okay, that's going to be a challenge, but okay. I hate to I hate to step in, but Quint, you are under contract now. That's true. Uh, you did true. That's a very good point. You gave them a power of attorney when you you. How, how hard are you going to fight on this one? Um, what I could, what I was, what I was going to do with it is take you to, you're in your, uh, polo and, and chinos or whatever, but you've got like, like an LED pins on the cuffs and just like your normal outfit, but a little parts highlighted by LED lights. I'm going to go with no, but I think what he will do as a concession, because he can make glowing things on his own. So he's just going to do that. Not wearing. So you're going to have like glowing weapons in your hands that mm -hmm. match the color? Yeah. Can they at least get you in a polo and pants that match their color scheme? I mean, as long as they're subtle and normal-ish looking. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. Just going with that purple that they've got going across the, the thing. Um, but you get each one of your, your costumes through its evolution and then the final form, except for Phantom, who is invisible, 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 <laughs> invisible. Two LED dots where their hands are. So the very last shot of all of this is your team in a team pose with everyone in their little sparkles of Quint off to the side with his hands in his pockets and then Phantom presumably in the back with two little lights that are kind of waving. Um, and that takes you through the course of the day. Uh, there's a couple shots of Phantom picking out their weaponry which you get that that array of like the pullout drawer where it's all all these like blunt from a bat to a sword to a whatever and then Phantom can select his then it, theirs and then it slides back in um do any of the rest of you need to get weaponry or you're all good with what you got cat has her spear she'll probably layer a hologram over it to make it look different but perfect yeah yeah quint always has his weapons rock so then I don't have any superpowers, okay? I just got my tech. <laughs> We're not judging you, Phantom. We still hurt you. There are a couple shots, too, of like you guys walking down a street with bags full of shopping bags in your hands. Very, like I said, it's a dress-up montage here. But it ends back at the Eternal Defenders hideout with all of you are in street clothes now, but they artistically blend very well, as opposed to looking like you all dressed yourselves. It looks like you were dressed with an eye to, to making you coordinate and fit very well. So you've got that three points of color. It works great. And you're sitting together somehow looking a little more like characters from a sitcom when they sit casually. Cat is uncomfortable at the lack of pockets. Phantom is also a bit uncomfortable. And you have been left alone in this uh, this place. Um, apparently, both of the team supervisors are off doing something else. But that gives you some time to figure out what the heck you're actually going to... How are you going to find this guy? What are you going to... To make a plan, basically. 
Phantom. Yes. His pants only have two pockets. Two! It's not nearly enough pockets. That's too little. That's right. Where are you going to keep all your candy? I have a pepper spray and my phone and first aid kit. There's so much to carry. Listen, this is just one dimension and then you can wear your pants again. I don't like this. I mean, you don't look the best in that. Can you get a bag? Cat and a purse. So you're in your, your lovely coordinated civilian clothes and have some time to figure out. Because as of right now, you don't even really know who this, none of you except for Cat know who this person is, nor do you know how to find them or take them on once you find them. Actually, feedback would be the one to bring it up to Cat. So, Cat, you're the you and Phantom are the ones who have been hopping dimensions in this. You have any any inkling on these guys, where they who they are, what they're doing, what their modus operandi is? You ever run in cross paths with them before? No, not me. Um, I I, I have heard rumors. Uh, they call themselves the Voiceless. That's an ostentatious fucking name. Yeah, they're kind of like culty, culty dimension travelers trying to hunt down stuff they call fixed points. Oh. Oh, cat. So basically, this is like patterns that only exist in like one place. Wait, is that a thing? Cat, are they here for you? Oh, oh, no, no, like we're not, as far as I know, we're not on the hit list. Like all of us have like multiple versions of ourselves. Our patterns repeat. You know, there's a little slight variation, but like we're not, we're not unique. Any chance that we can put together that we've seen all of us except for other cats? But like at least last dimension, we all met ourselves, so. Yeah. I'm wondering, um, is, is she acting just like, is she acting suspicious enough for one of us to pierce the mask and ask more questions? As characters, that's a reasonable logical deduction to make. Uh, you're welcome to roll for it. But I think putting together we haven't seen her other self is at least a, a thing that could maybe not knowing that there aren't, but realizing that you haven't seen them yet. And that would be an appropriate line of questioning for sure. I was going to say, actually, I want Phantom to lie to the group and be like, yeah, I mean, we've all have other selves out there. Yeah, perfect. That That would work. So what I want to offer is that Based on the conversation I had with Kat about Kat's mom, I feel like feedback could put it together that that's the that's the link. Yeah, that that seems very reasonable to me, too. He's just going to look at Kat for a moment and then he's he's just going to his lips are just going to shut before he says anything else. And he's just going to give her a little nod with eye contact. Kat will notice the gesture. So, uh, yeah, I think. This group is the common link here. I think they might just come for us. We might not need to go for them. Wait, but Phantom, you travel all the time, right? Does this normally happen? I mean, I've never really encountered things like this before. I have encountered someone strange, but I don't think it's connected. Uh, I mean, you probably wouldn't. You're just an explorer. Uh, again, you also have a version of yourselves. We're not really going to interact that much. You're kind of like quiet and hide, sort of like, keep themselves between dimensions until they need to like pop in and hunt down their um, target. Judy is like going through her head and she's like count visibly counting on her fingers underneath the table like all the teammates we've seen other selves of. Do you want to roll Pierce a mask on Cat? Because he is definitely acting a little cagey. So yeah, I was going to say both Quint, 
Quint and Junie, it would both be reasonable. So if you either both or or separately or want to roll one and use team to enhance it, it's up to you guys, however you want to handle that. And I missed. That's a six. Okay, what if I list audibly and I'm like, okay, we've met myself. We met a f- different version of feedback. I know a Noah. You told me, a, a Phantom told me about other Quints. I did. And we met Essential. Uh, you did meet Essential, yeah. So that Quint, that's enough to trigger for one of the two of you that that the sixth person is so yeah um one of the questions since you have what would count as a i think i'm gonna ask how can i get your character to elaborate if it helps feedback is gonna look at katniss be like it's okay got your back phantom's gonna glare at feedback for a moment out of jealousy (laughs) She still doesn't have to say it specifically, but if you're just like... I'm just trying to think, because I know Kat's kind of standoffish with Mystic, now that she knows her uh, identity. Um, Right, and we kind of have been since the start. Probably just like, just come up, mask off, and have a kind word with... Would probably sort of like push her to elaborate more. Okay, so I'm not going to press her in this big group conversation then. I'll just be like, hmm. Got it. So it sounds like at the end uh, at the end of this conversation is you all have kind of decided that you're not going to go looking for the voiceless. They'll probably come find you. Do you know how we can fight the voiceless? Um, I mean... Mm. How to fight them? Yeah. Um, do you have a plan other than hit them hard? I... If I can get close enough, the spear can draw whatever agent uh, comes in into this dimension, at least temporarily. We can, like, drive them off, but they're kind of, like, uh, a kind of a big deal. So we're not... We're aiming to, like, stall, not deep here. Okay. As long as we keep them from hurting anyone else on our end, that's good enough for me. Uh, I think we should probably advise on an evacuation plan. Because, like, definitely, like, the memorial is going to be a big event. It's definitely going to draw a lot of attention, but he's definitely going to see us, camera, uh, almost certainly. Right. If, if they're tracking us, if we leave the dimension, they shouldn't hurt the people here, hopefully. Yeah, but we're under contract, so. Yeah, let's, uh, we... Look, if we advise for an evacuation plan, I think we can, like, ensure minimal uh, collateral. And also, I, I have to add, the man who is who wrote our contract knows that we can go between dimensions now and believes us, so that's not an excuse to skip out on our contract. Yeah, but he can't, like, follow us. Isn't the contract to eliminate this threat, though? And if we leave and the threat follows us... She's, like, tapping her fingers and, like, pointing. If we can drive it off, we can buy ourselves some time. So we have a battle plan. Yeah. Uh, Wayne, are you with us? Yeah, um, I mean, I don't know anything about any of this, so I don't imagine that anything that I would have to say would be helpful. I was going to ask you about the evacuation plan. Is there anything you can say? Because people know you here. Maybe you could help with that part. We want to evacuate people. I thought maybe you could give us a good idea of how to do that. 
Well, you since you are from here. If you're heroes and you're dressed like heroes, then people will usually listen to you if you tell them to to get out of the area because they'll figure that something big is going to happen there. Probably especially now. Okay, I just wasn't sure. <laughs> Sorry. I think I know how we can play this. When it's slash they arrive, I don't exactly know what they are. Me and Feedback can run interference and try and keep it contained. Phantom. Yes. Rain, Quint, you guys focus on crowd control. Get people out in an orderly fashion. Uh, try and disrupt any attacks heading towards civilians. Mystic, you're, you're kind of our big gun in this. We'll try and keep them occupied, try and keep them in this dimension. You try and drive him off. All right. Offense this time. I got this. Don't worry about holding back. These guys are assholes. They're like major, like creepy, evil assholes. Okay, I'm going to be relying on you guys to make sure the crowd is not anywhere near it. Of course. I put my hand on to Junie's shoulder. You got this, and we got your back. I mean, if we know they're going to be attacking during the memorial, why are we even going to have people around? Because they like a show here, Quint. They're dumb like that. Yeah, and we're trying to save them from their own stupidity. Hey, look. They're pretty much like that in every dimension, so... These things draw crowds. You're used to this. We know this. We, we, we see it in other dimensions. We see it in Prime. Point is to keep them away. Part one, just like, play interference, play crowd control. Get people out. You know, we do memorial, we give some closure, we do the fight. Part two, once people are clear enough, then we go serious and aim to hurt. I think I'd actually like to end it on that line because that's a really good end line. Cool. So then that cat speaks that into the room and everyone falls silent and then the screen fades down. There's a very long pause and it fades up and the camera is looking out from some sort of high vantage point over the city that's like glittering and, and sparkling all the pretty lights and it's the nighttime and you can see all these brilliant just gems of light and then one spot seems to flare and, and bright and start pulsing and the camera pulls back and there's a you're, you're looking over the shoulder of a hooded figure high floating up in the air its cloak billowing around its its legs and we will end there Thanks for listening. In this timeline, Junie, Mystic Haraway, the Nova, is played by Siobhan. She can be found on Twitter at at SpellboundMage. Quintessential Hero, the Delinquent, is played by Eric, who is also our fearless editor. He can be found on Twitter as at PrimeFactorX01, or as the voice of Silk the Fae in the Shadows of Saint Fleur podcast. Phantom, the Nomad, is played by Charlie. So you can be found on Twitter as at Magical underscore Pride, or on Sir Podcast as at PrePodEngage. Catherine Cat Slain II, the Scion, is played by Allison. Aaron Feedback Riley, the Reformed, is played by Tom. He can be found on Twitter as at Albion Graves or on his podcast as at GMM Cast. Rainy Wood Rose Sunrise, the Star, is played by M. He can be found on Twitter as at Mech. And I'm Lee, your narrator and dimensional tour guide. I can be found on Twitter as at The Law of Names. Otherware is produced by Law of Names Games. Our other projects can be found at lawofnames.com. 
is played in Masks, A New Generation by Brendan Conway from Magpie Games at Magpie Official on Twitter. Our theme music is composed by Michael Freitag on Twitter as at Admiral Amara. The actions and opinions presented here belong to the individuals from this dimension only and are not representative of any other selves known or unknown. Otherware is not responsible for any side effect drifting produced by listening to this podcast. Next time on Otherware. Like third grader was trying to slice their teddy bears together to make some monstrosity. I mean, so long as like the wormhole generation unit doesn't destabilize and create a black hole and kill us all, we should be okay. Are you ready to spend the rest of your life here? Uh, hey, cat. Yeah. What the fuck? I'm no hero, but I'm definitely not a villain. What if we stood on each other's shoulders and got a trench coat? Wow. Thanks, Jack. Kiss, 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 kiss. If you could have garish mourning, that's what this is. There's nothing wrong stealing from assholes. And Quint will actually walk away. Cat will hang up the spear. Funko Pops are already bad enough. What the fuck are you doing?